Hey, it's Jay, and I have some news. I am working on launching a brand new show called How Stories Happen. Think of it kind of like Song Exploder or Good One meets our work as entrepreneurs, experts, marketers, people in business trying to tell great stories. Every episode, somebody that I admire or somebody that I'm working with to improve their craft will take one signature story and put it on display, dissecting all the parts and pieces that made it work from inception to construction to promotion and distribution of that story to help further their cause. And also we'll find ways to make it better live together. It's going to be a look at the craft of storytelling as we rarely see it put on display. The moments between finding the inspiration and then the words that you actually experience. It's everything that happens in between that makes a great story a story. So while I'm working on this show, I'm going to continue to publish editions of my newsletter here in Unthinkable, and I will re-air old episodes that I think still have tons of power and meaning today. But right now, I wanted to read you an edition of my newsletter that kind of sparked this journey that I'm on. It's my attempt to answer a question that I get a lot as a professional storyteller, a public speaker, an author, a coach, and a consultant to entrepreneurs and executives to try and help people become stronger storytellers. One of the most popular questions to ask me or ask anybody, I'm assuming, is how to find great stories. Well, here's what I wrote and what sent me down this journey, this path towards creating this new show, How Stories Happen. The title of this edition of the newsletter, released in November of 2023, was simply titled, How to Find Great Stories. I'll be back with more updates about the brand new show, but for now, stay subscribed here. You'll be among the first in the world to get notified and hear full episodes run right in this feed. All right, here is that article that kind of launched this journey for us, How to Find Great Stories. Stories, stories, wherefore art thou stories? How do we find great stories? I think most of us want the process to look kind of like this. We're stumbling through our lives, maybe packed in the same main street as everybody else, all of our peers, all of our competitors, our teammates, the people who play on the same channels as us, like podcasters, if we're podcasters, or writers, if we're writers, and we're jam-packed in there looking for stories to somehow help us stand out easier and resonate deeper. We're stumbling through that when suddenly somebody pops out and waves us down with their top hat. Is that, is that P.T. Barnum? He starts barking at us like, hey, over here, waving that top hat to make sure we don't miss him. And he reveals to us a secret path. And that secret path leads to this giant circus tent where inside we're the only one in the audience. And there, unfolding before us, are all these performers who play out incredible stories, and only we are witnessing them. Even better, we get to participate in these extraordinary things. And the entire time, we're thinking, oh man, the world is going to be so amazed when I share my stories with them. But of course, that is not what actually unfolds. How do stories really happen? Where do they come from? Where are they hiding? When we're a consumer and we encounter a great story in some kind of content, I think we feel grateful, excited, and amazed. But when we're trying to build something, when we ourselves are content creators and we encounter a great story 
as a storyteller, well, I would understand if your gratitude would give way to envy, your excitement to anger, and your amazement to, well, you're still amazed at your heroes, but with it is this little sidekick named, uh, you're like, uh, how did they find that story? Why can't I have incredible stories like them? What the heck is going on? And so naturally we wonder, where are my amazing stories? Why can't I find my own private collection of incredible stories? I guess I got to do something world changing and groundbreaking that everybody in the whole world already knows. And now I have an incredible story. But please, someone, wave me down with their top hat in the meantime so I can find other types of stories somehow hidden across my life. How do I find great stories? I think it's really simple. You don't. You don't find great stories. You build them. Ira Glass once said, great stories happen to those who can tell them. And what he's not saying is the only things worth sharing as a story just so happen to appear to the people who are already well-versed in storytelling technique. That is not what he's saying when he says great stories happen to those who can tell them. What he is saying is you don't experience stories, you experience life, and then you turn that into stories. Everywhere you go and everything you do is like shopping for ingredients at a store, let's call it whole life, as in yours. You drop those ingredients into your bag, and then later back home, you slice and dice and saute and flambe, you cook those ingredients, and you season the dish to taste, as in yours. Said another way, storytellers don't experience anything extraordinary. Instead, they know how to imbue meaning into things that are ordinary. There's this extremely like self-helpy idea that maybe you'll find on a mug or an Instagram post or something. Life doesn't happen to you. You happen to it. I'm probably paraphrasing like a former football coach or something. But the point is, stories actually really do track to that idea pretty closely. Stories don't happen to you. You happen to stories. See, this, this is why we can't have nice things on the show. I just, I push too hard in, in moments like that. Anyways, in other better words, stories are much more creative acts than experienced moments. You don't just document and report what happened to you beat for beat. You carefully construct a story and you imbue it with emotional meaning, extracting insights and delivering something that is worthy of others' time and attention. Something felt noteworthy to you in your life, and that's noteworthy, not newsworthy. And so you save that moment, that memory, that encounter as a story thread, not a completed story. And then later, with your butt in the chair, you do the work. You create the story. You are not like a life recording device who just spits out a section of your transcript for other people to read. No, you take that transcript, that the basics of what you went through, and you imbue it with meaning. According to Kazuo Ishiguro, stories are like one person saying to another, this is how it feels to me. Can you understand what I'm saying? Does it also feel this way to you? Stories turn action into emotion, facts into meaning. Stories convey to other people why something matters in general, yeah, but mostly why it matters to them. The emotional labor between 
the moment of inspiration you had and the words that they receive is what makes a story a story. If you remove that creative act in between the moment and the content emerging, well, you just have a boring transcript of your life. Even the most groundbreaking thing to ever happen still needs conscious creative effort to make it a gripping story. Every moment in your transcript has to be imbued with drama, with emotion, with action, with twists and turns, with insights extracted. That's what makes a story a story. If I said it once, I'll say it a thousand more times. Storytellers don't experience extraordinary things. They help us see the meaning in ordinary things. This is an active process. It doesn't happen to you. You happen to it. There's a reason I opened this article by saying, stories, stories, wherefore art thou stories? That does not mean, where are you stories? I know that's what we're asking when we want to look for stories. Where are you stories? But that line actually means, why is something a story? Why are you a story? There's a reason that wherefore as a word dropped out of our modern lexicon. It's confusing. Wherefore is a synonym for why, not where. So when Juliet says to Romeo, oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? She's not asking, hey, where'd you go? Where are you, man? No, she's saying, why are you Romeo? Why does the person I love have to be Romeo and all that it entails to be Romeo? Why are you you? We have to ask wherefore art stories. In other words, why is this thing a story? What makes it a story? Well, very simply, it was made. It was built. It was designed, not discovered. I imagine stories not as like a grand event unfolding at the circus in end-to-end fashion, but just as little tiny moments of inspiration that we want to reach out and take with us when we go home, put our butt in the chair, and do the work. Sometimes those moments of inspiration are out in the world. They're like little fairies glowing purple or yellow. They float happily all around us, but most of us are so closed off to the details of life that we don't even notice them. Or maybe they're less like fairies and more like microscopic rock trolls. They're these little memories hardened into your brains. And there they sleep in the deep, dark caverns of our memories. It's only when we happen to see or say or do something today that triggers the memory and we go, oh, this totally reminds me of the time when this. But most of us don't give any credibility to that. Well, anything I experience isn't worth telling as a story, or it's not identical to what my audience is going through, so I can't share it. And most of us don't even let enough light into those spots of our brain. We sort of bury what we've experienced or harden ourselves and kind of fall into these rote routines, which prevents us from noticing when one of these little rock trolls like snorts himself awake. We should take notice of that. We should use that as the inspiration we need to then put our butt in the chair and do the work. You're noticing a pattern here. When we really, really want to tell better stories, we usually start by asking, well, where do I find them? I I don't have any good stories to tell, so how do I find them? Well, they're everywhere, but they don't emerge as fully formed stories. The starting points are actually everywhere. And then we have to construct the story because great stories happen to those who can tell them. Again, this isn't like mystical wisdom. There's nothing encoded in that message that we can't readily understand. Neither Ira Glass or I 
are sitting around as like oracles on top of a mountain, legs crossed, eyes closed, going, when your mind is open and your heart sensitive to the world, your stories will appear to you. Like, no. The thing is, you do need an open mind. You do need a sensitive heart. But all that appears to you will be everyday life. It's up to you to put your butt in the chair and do the work to turn that stuff into stories. Again, you're sensing a pattern here. <laughs> we are asking the exact wrong question. Where are stories? No. Wherefore are stories? Now we're talking, but let's talk in plainer, more modern language. Why is something a story? It was created, not experienced. It was shaped by the storyteller as they press everyday life through their perspective, molding it to include or omit the right details to contain the right flow and musicality and sense of drama and tension and rising and falling action and pacing that gets faster and then gets slower, all to share or maybe just imply some kind of universal lesson. And it's all so a seemingly mundane moment that the storyteller experienced stops feeling mundane, stops feeling like a transcript, and starts feeling like this enormous value payload of emotion and meaning and insight to move you forward. Nothing extraordinary needs to happen. It could be something ordinary, imbued with extraordinary meaning. Stop wishing that stories appeared to you and start creating them. Take a tiny lived experience, a memory you can't shake, a moment that felt noteworthy, not newsworthy. Start with a question, a frustration, a random raw feeling, an interview or conversation with somebody else and save that stuff as ingredients. Then season to taste, your taste. Because storytellers aren't straight reporters. They're much more like chefs. So what are you waiting for? Get cooking. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this idea, if you are fascinated by how stories happen, I really want to put on display the parts of storytelling and making meaningful things that we really don't experience when we talk to exceptional people because they're always asked to zoom out. They give you the 30,000 foot advice. Maybe they skip through the making of things. I want to take the, the very meaning of creativity and storytelling back from the current understanding, which I think is a misconception, that you got to do or experience something big or stories just strike you like lightning. No, this is a craft. And it's not just about the process, some kind of checklist or structure you use. It's also about your posture, how you see the world. And it's about your practice, the actual act of making. Again, butt in the chair, doing the work. I want to put that stuff on display from exceptional people that I love and also people that I'm discovering have something meaningful to say and maybe deserve a platform to put that on display to teach us something. So that is what How Stories Happen is going to be all about. Uh, as of today, the beginning of February 2024, I am talking to potential launch sponsors. I have already uh, signed on with a production company. I'm working with people to help me with, with video elements to the show, even though it's going to be a podcast primarily. Um, a whole bunch of stuff that we are working on behind the scenes. So stay subscribed, or if you want to get a little more access than you'll get here, subscribe to my newsletter at jayacunzo.com or check your show notes for a link. How do stories happen? I, I, I don't think they do. I, I think your life happens and you turn that stuff into stories through your craft. Uh, I guess you could say that great stories happen on purpose. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep making what matters. Keep making what matters.
See ya. Thank you.